Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Stevie came and washed the Wilpons away. Hi, I'm Gary Mack, and this is Mets Musings. My apologies to the Edwin Hawkins singers, but it is a happy day. Happy times to be a New York Met fan. It's okay to be a Met fan. We have a new owner. We have Steve Cohen has officially closed the deal. Tuesday was the press conference. That made it all official. Uh, odd that they didn't do it. Uh, you'd think maybe the Wilpons might have been there, but, you know, in this day and age, everything is done by Zoom. <laughs> Uh, with with all the craziness in the world with the virus and all of that stuff. So, it is official. It was kind of official last Friday when the uh, owners all voted him in. But, uh, you know, uh, it's always nice to see that press conference and to see them show up and, and you know, take charge if you will, and take charge they did as they fired Brody Van Wagenen, uh, top executives Omar Minaya, Alec Baird, Adam Goodridge, and Jared Banner are all gone. Alderson has begun the process of building a new baseball leadership group, and uh, they thank Brody Allen, Adam, and Jared, and Omar for their uh, contributions over the time that they've been in the organization. So, um, yeah, oh, happy day. Uh, great uh, press conference. If you saw the presser, you could just got to get a little comfortable here. Uh, you, you could tell that uh, these guys were excited. Uh, Stanley Alderson looked like a totally different guy. He seems uh, healthier, uh, very happy. Sure, he's happy to have some money to get some players this time around. Uh, but. You know, he just seemed relaxed. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of pressure. Uh, he made a profound statement about the fact that he, and I'm I'm going to paraphrase because I did, I forgot to write it down. I don't have it in front of me. But uh, in other words, uh, money's not going to be a problem if there's a player that they need. Uh, before it was good. You know, if there was somebody in there in midseason, then you could get somebody ready up a contract. You had to think about it twice, work it out with the Will Ponds, all that kind of nonsense. Not going to have to do that anymore. Uh, it, it, to the extent that they said they're not going to, they're not going to go crazy, and they're not going to spend like sailors. But at least they have the opportunity 
to have that money available so they can uh, slip it in if necessary. And that's, that's a big thing, folks. People don't realize that. It's a huge, it's a huge thing to have that availability of, of the cash flow and not have to worry about can I get this player to help during the uh, you know the, the the run because we don't have the cash that's not going to be a problem now uh, as I said they they said that they were not going to spend like drunken sailors Steve Cohen said that he's not in it for the money he wants to win he's in it for the fans he is a fan his wife is a huge fan so she I think she's gonna have a lot of influence in him she's going to head up the Mets Foundation uh, which is gonna work with the community groups and and um uh, I guess the local communities around Flushing and whatnot, probably in New York City as well. Let's see. Uh, they're looking for a president of baseball operations, Sandy Alderson. I don't think he's, I don't want to say he's not going to be as involved, but I think it's going to be on a different level. And You know, but he's going to be there to back this whole thing up. So if they need him for whatever reason, he'll be there, you know? So, uh, great press conference. It was upbeat. It was, um, enlightening. It was encouraging, inspiring, and, and it's a good day. Uh, just a good week to be a Met fan and you can see on social media the change in people's attitudes already though I wish they'd stop spending Mr. Cohen's money already they you know everybody wants the free agents let's get Springer let's get Bauer let's trade for Lindor uh let's get this guy let's get that guy Let's settle down. Real Muto. Everybody wants to get Real Muto. Or get McCann. Let's settle down. Let's let him get in place. Uh, I like some of the things they said. They want to get built from within. They want to build a farm system. That's the way you sustain an organization. And they're 100% correct on that. So let's let them... Uh, attain that sort of thing. Let's let them do that. I'm sure they're going to bring in the best baseball people possible that can make a lot of this stuff happen. So, But it's up to us to bear with it all and and just, you know, live with it. It's It'll happen. It'll happen in time. So let's just give them that time. They already have interviewed uh, a person for the role of president of baseball operations. Michael Hill was interviewed, according to Andy Martino of SNY. That chat occurred over last weekend. It wasn't long ago that Hill and Alderson were doing battle in the NL East with the former, heading up the Marlins front office. Though Hill survived an ownership change in Miami and he helped put together a successful 2020 roster, he ended up leaving at season's end. 
the uh, no doubt the Mets are strongly considering other candidates as well as Hill, who has been linked to the Angels. The full slate of candidates we do not know. It's quite appealing, uh, quite appealing job now that uh, Cohen's here and. He has some deep pockets. Remember when people didn't want to come to the Mets? Free agents didn't want to come. They didn't want to talk to the Mets because they didn't want to get cheaped out. They didn't want to waste the time as a free agent come here knowing the Mets were going to pay the money that they were just going through the motions probably for the fans, for PR reasons. That's all changed. Uh, one player apparently already called his agent and said, talk to the Mets. We don't know who that was, but that's one of the rumors that's out there. So things are changing, and that's a good thing. Can we make it a winning attitude is, is quite another thing. But at least we've got an opportunity. Now, now it's up to everybody else to change their attitude. Uh, Olson also did say when asked about manager Luis Rojas that it is very likely that he will remain in his current role for the upcoming season. Clearly, Olson and Cohen agree that Rojas should be giving a better opportunity, a fuller opportunity to manage the team. But there is one important caveat, Alden said. He left the door slightly ajar. For a managerial change, if the team's incoming new president of baseball operations was would prefer to make his own hiring, you know, a lot of executives come in, they want to bring in their own people. And they have somebody that they like, and they may want to bring in that person for uh, a manager. But uh, Alderson and Cohen seem to be leaning towards Rojas, so... My my guess is that uh, whoever comes in an executive may be okay with Rojas to give him that, that uh, chance, that extra opportunity to see what he can do. Just a guess, uh, but I think it's a pretty good guess that, that they, they will allow that. They will go for that. Uh, and he will go for that as well. If not, I'm sure he'll have a place in the organization. Maybe they'll they'll put him at AAA or uh, one of the other minor league teams, and and you know, tell him it's more experience and that he'll have the job in two years, or he or he'll be bench coach or something. They'll come up with something to keep him in the organization, especially if they like him. Uh, let's see, uh, we got some more news, but <clears throat> I need a drink, so, <laughs> no, it's not what you think, uh, let's take a break here, and come back after this. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 
30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Check out my Twitter page at Mets Musings 1. And check out a Facebook group. It's at facebook.com slash Mets Musings. Go check it out. And don't forget to call the hotline. It's 516-619-6341. Okay, and we're back. And, you know, we are in the... The season, the award season in Major League Baseball, and uh, we just had the Cy Young Award, and unfortunately, Jacob DeGrom did not win his third in a row. He finished third in the voting. Did make it as a finalist, though, so that's something to hang your hat on. Uh, Didn't have as dominating a year as the year before. Didn't have the wins. (coughs) Excuse me. His... uh, his uh, ERA was uh, good out of the three finalists. It was the best, but uh, the wins were not there, and uh, I think he might have had the most strikeouts as well, but not enough to overshadow the other two competitors, Trevor Bauer winning the Cy Young Award for 2020. Uh, in a shocker, Marcus Stroman has announced on Twitter that he will accept the Mets qualifying offer. Uh, Strowman will return to Queens on a one-year deal worth $18.9 million. He indicated that new owner Steve Cohen's passion and commitment to winning played a role in his decision, writing, After watching the presser, I'm beyond excited to play for you, sir. I can feel the excitement and passion you're going to bring daily. Let's go be great. Um, I have to tell you, I'm not crazy about this. I'm not crazy about Stroman getting a qualifying offer in the first place. And I'm not crazy about him coming back. I think he's a bit of a hot dog, a showboat, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think he spends too much time on Twitter. And, and you know, I, I've seen some fights with... with uh, some of the fans on Twitter even. I don't approve of that. I don't like that either. But <coughs> he's coming back. So it does solve a couple of problems. It's it's an it's another pitcher for the rotation. Uh now the rotation shakes out more with uh DeGrom and Strowman. Peterson, Mats, if he can return to form, and potentially uh, Syndergaard. And it, it might mean that the Mets don't have to go out and get a Trevor Bauer, a top pitcher. Maybe they can get a guy to Kluber's on the backside of his career for a fifth starter. Imagine having a, a Cy Young guy as a fifth starter um, or a Paxton, somebody coming back from an injury that get him for a one-year deal and see. They still have some guys in the, you know, the Wolf and Sabuki 
and a couple other guys in the system that may be ready. It's going to be close. Zabuki. I'd like to see Sabuki up because I think he he is uh, could be ready. Um, but we'll see. You know, maybe they want to make a splash. Maybe they want to go after a Trevor Bauer. There are, you know, things have been said back and forth. Uh, Sandy said that Bauer would make a, you know, he's a good, uh, how did he put it? He's a good entertainer, and he'd play well in New York. And Bauer said some kind things back to the Mets. So, who knows, you know, uh, between the two. Maybe they can get together for a, a, a couple-year contract, three-, four-, five-year contract. I don't know what kind of money Bauer's looking for yet. Um... And everybody's talking about trading for Lindor because the Indians want to trade him. But, look, I don't want to gut the team to get Fernando Lindor. I mean, I just think there are other holes to fill that I think you have to build on. I, You know, if I can get a pitcher for, you know, trading, I make that deal. Even if it costs me a Dom Smith or a Pete Alonzo or a Jeff McNeil, there's enough to replace. Um, but I don't want to give up uh, Jimenez and 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 Nemo and <coughs> excuse me. Uh, what was the, who else was in that deal that they mentioned? Uh, for Lindor. And then you got it, you know, you got a shortstop. But then, you know, where does Rosario play? Um, McNeil, you can move to left field. Do you move Rosario to second base? Do you try Rosario in center field? You can do that anyway. Because you have him in this now. And you have Guillorme, who plays a great second base or a terrific shortstop. So the options are pretty good. But that's just, you know, that's just my thinking. I was not crazy about the Strowman making the qualifying offer, nor nor was was I crazy about (laughs) accepting it, to be honest. Uh, but the deal is in place, so what are you going to do? You know, uh, they made the offer. He accepted it. Now we've got to live with it. So let's hope, let's hope that he can have a big season and prove me wrong and prove everybody else wrong and, uh, you know, go on, have a strong season and, uh, be uh, be what the pitcher he should be. And he'll get his big contract next year. He's taking that chance. Uh, I don't blame him. It's a smart move. I, I think his agents looked. And uh, <clears throat> after the Mets made the qualifying offer, I, I think they looked. They went out. They figured he's not going to get a contract equal to this. He's not going to get. Uh, five years at a hundred million or one hundred twenty-five million, whatever they were looking for, 
And so, take the uh, coming off a year he didn't play. Don't don't forget that he had the calf injury, uh, uh, the uh, calf injury, and then did not play. Uh, opted out because of the COVID. So he he put himself, he really did put himself in kind of a bind by not playing at all. So uh, on his part, it, it's very smart to take the guaranteed money, the $18.9 million. Hope you have a great year, performance year. And... Uh, and then you get your big contract. That is, of course, if we have a baseball season. <laughs> I have an idea that this this we're going to be in a similar boat next year. I believe. I believe we're going to go into a lockdown on on January twenty first, which would delay any pitches and catches going to spring training because I believe it would be between four and six weeks. That would take us, six weeks would take us into March. So we're already pushing um, back a month. What would baseball do? Can they go through another year if people aren't allowed in the stands? Can they go through another year if... uh, with a shortened season, another year of that. Will the players want to go another year on a shortened deal and, uh, you know, having to adjust their salary to that? I'm not so sure about that. We'll see what works out. Uh, I just have a sneaky suspicion we do have a vaccine coming. It looks like it will be here. It supposedly works well. We'll see what happens with all of that. But let's face it, the Mets have to, and all baseball teams, have to plan like they're going to play. You have to get the free agents in. You uh, have to sign whatever veterans. I think you're going to see a lot of non-tended plays, but you're going to see a lot of guys being released and tried to be re-signed at a lower amount by all teams. And I think you're going to see uh, a slow free agent market as teams try to get more of a feeling on whether there will be a season next year. And uh, that is my predictions. Um, All right, let's take a quick break and... We'll be back to wrap this show up uh, right after this. Hey, baseball fans and book fans as well. This is Frank Nappy, author of the Legend of Mickey Tussler series, inviting all of you to learn more about my protagonist, Mickey Tussler, an incredible pitching prodigy who has autism. Follow Mickey's journey as he captures the hearts of fans everywhere with his blazing fastball and indomitable spirit. Please visit Amazon or www.franknappy.com for more information. 
Hi, this is the world-famous Mr. Brewtown of BrewtownSports.Potomatic.com. You know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, Plus. Uh, Brewtown Sports. You can also listen to the show at Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, and iTunes.com. And we've got the new one. It's called BrewtownRadio.Webley.com. But the one that I'm most proud of being on is BaseballPodcast.net. It is the home of great baseball talk shows. Check it out, my show and all kinds of other programs all about Major League Baseball. So check it out. That's BaseballPodcast.net, the home for great baseball talk shows. 516-619-6341. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way, send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings. And the Twitter handle is at metsmusings1. And uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page. Check out the campaign at patreon.com slash Mets Musings. All right, the Mets announced, or have announced, I should say, that they've signed 11 minor league free agents, including infielder Jose Peraza, outfield Malik Smith, and reliever Arotis Vizcayano. Peraza, 26-year-old, who will be invited to 2021 spring training, had eight doubles, one triple, and eight RBI in 34 games with the Red Sox last season. Peraza has a career uh, of a 270 hitter with 75 doubles, 14 triples, 29 homers, 162 RBI, and 78 stolen bases in 554 major league games. Smith, a 27 year old outfielder with serious speed, has bounced around the league since first debut with the Atlanta Braves in 2016. In 2019, he led the American League with 46 stolen bases as a Seattle Mariner and led the AL with 10 triples in 2018 with Tampa Bay. The 23-29-year-old Vizcayano has experience as a major league closer, saving 50 games from 2015 to 2019 as a member of the Atlanta Braves. Overall, he's pitched to a 3.01 ERA as a big leaguer, striking out 218 batters in 194.1 innings, allowing just 18 home runs and walking 90 batters. The list of Mets minor league additions include three players, Luis Carpio, John Shway Vargas, and Bruce Maxwell, who were with the team last year in spring training. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's the 11 players that they signed. 
all but Carpio and infielder Michael Mitchell Tolman have been invited to spring training. So here they are. Jose Peraza, Malik Smith, the Rodas Vizcaiano, Oscar De La Cruz, a right-handed pitcher. John Schwing Fargus, an outfielder, infielder Jake Hager, right-handed pitcher Harold Gonzalez, who uh, was a Brooklyn Cyclone in the Mets system, uh, catcher Bruce Maxwell, catcher David Rodriguez, infielder Luis Carpio, and infielder Mitchell Tolman. So those are the 11 minor league free agents that the Mets have uh, bought or, or signed, they should say, and invite to spring training camp. So, it's a great day, it's a great week, it's a great off-season for the Mets. New ownership, finally. <laughs> finally, we got our new ownership, and everybody's happy. But uh, let's sit back now and watch and see. It's going to be a fun off-season. Um, though, as I said, I think it's going to be a slow mover, but we'll see. Who knows? We'll see how big a splash Cohen wants to make and, and uh, take it from there. But uh, it should be a fun time to be a Met fan. And let's see. Where did I put that? Well, anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I want to thank you for listening in, and I hope that uh, you will subscribe to iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, wherever you listen, YouTube, wherever you listen or subscribe uh, or watch the podcast. Yes, we have a video version of the podcast quite proud of it and we're trying to build on that trying to make it better more entertaining and whatnot going to try to bring in more innovation so uh please go to youtube or anchor or apple podcast and subscribe to the show it helps me grow the show and expand to new listeners and uh, if you'd like to help out the show we've been doing this for 10 years on our own budget whatever minimal budget that is uh, things add up and may need some new equipment. So if you'd like to help out at all, go to patreon.com slash Musings or go to uh, anchor.com slash Musings and there's a support button right on that uh, on the, the anchor page as well. So anything you can do will be greatly appreciated. And that's it for this week. And until next time, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Music.